they should not be selling non-essential items. If you go on the website, all the essential items are, are sold out. Until you restock and until you close this building, shut it down. Dildos are not uh, essential items. Books for kids, yes, but dildos? No. My man said dildos? <laughs> no. Y'all got dildos in your house? In my Kevin Hart voice. Yes. They got dildos in their house? Yo, all right. So real, real, <laughs> real facts, right? Shout out to all the essential workers. And shout out to all of the warehouse workers that are getting worked overtime by the fact that people are spending their stimulus checks, okay, on retail therapy. You can't leave a crib, my guy. What's up? Like, I feel you. I want to advocate with the bull, right? I want to be out there on the, on the little picket line and shit. You know what I mean? All I'm saying is this. Leave the dildos out of it. They are essential workers, too. They're facts. <laughs> I usually am all power to the people. I am down with the workers, right? But, sir, yes. shut down. You said enough is enough. I have to draw the line in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> sir, shut down. You will not disrespect the sanctity of dildos in my house. <laughs> I was, no. He was hyper shit. I was like, oh, could you imagine, though, working at the warehouse, right? And you seeing all these orders come in, and then you got a fucking ceiling worth of boxes of different types of <laughs> My man said, dildos? No. <laughs> I think that that's, the, first of all, I think that is worth the argument about whether or not said item is essential. I'm sorry. So we're not going we to prioritize pleasure when y'all got us hemmed up in the crib. This is day, uh, what is it, MC squared of the damn quarantine, okay? And motherfuckers is at their wit's end. If that dildo is going to prevent a homicide, god damn it, it's essential. Yeah. Period. I and many, millions of homes across this country, I imagine, that the dildo is saving lives. <laughs> the dildo is the gift that keeps on giving. And if anybody out there want to know about how you could save on Energizer batteries or any other brand of batteries, hit me up. Okay? Because I got some toys for that ass that you don't need no motherfucking batteries for. However... Yeah. This man said no. This man hit us. This, this man hit us with the Bugs Bunny, the Bugs Bunny gift where the boy's like, no. I said, save the economy. Retraction. I meant save the environment. Fuck this economy. Fuck this economy. <laughs> the, the economy is going to need a dildo. Anyway. Um, it's getting fucked. Period. So, sir, yes. I think you need to reconsider. <laughs> but can I watch though? Hmm. But can I watch though? That's all I care about. That, my friends, is the question. Ayo, ayo, ayo. We are back. This is. So all the smoke podcast doing things a little, <laughs> yes, doing things a little unconventional right now. We trying to keep our wits about us, and this man's trying to take dildos yeah. away. We look, Simone Meek, we here with y'all. We've been missing on y'all. We appreciate y'all support. So we trying to give y'all what we can give y'all: space and grace. Yes, space and grace. Space yes. and grace. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, tell me, tell me, tell me, my essential friends. <laughs> my hardworking dildo friends. <laughs> How the hell have you been the last couple weeks, yo? Yo, you know what's wild is that, and of course you know this, I am a classic introvert. I don't mind being in a house. Most times I'd rather be in a house. 
But bitch, I'm going crazy. Yeah, man, I feel you. I, I am. I look forward to the two days that I do go into the office. If that tells you anything, I look forward. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> yes, I'm like, oh my gosh! Like I can't go nowhere. Not a, not a place. No they way. said lockdown, clank clank. Yeah, it's something to be said about wanting to be home of your own volition. Yeah, and being mandated and forced to fucking shelter in place. This is it's honestly getting to me, and I didn't think it would. Yeah, and it just started to within like the last week or two started to get to me. Like that first four weeks, I was cool, but then after a while, I was just like, well, damn. This is a relationship commitment that I didn't sign up for. This shit got me like, damn, Gina, you got me, all right? I will marry you, okay? Clank, clank. Yeah, I'm over this shit. I'm ready for this to be over. Yo, so you know that for the most part I'm not the most emotionally driven person, right? Um at least I don't think I am. I think I try to have as level of a head as I can. And even when you are aware, right? Even when you're self-aware, this shit right here, you got to be able to afford yourself space and grace because if you don't, you're looking at yourself in the mirror like who the fuck are you? Right? Yeah. So this this how bad this shit got for me, right? If this tell you any fucking thing. I'm realizing every day my mood is on some ebb and flow shit, right? And this one particular day, I'm super emotional. I already knew when I woke the fuck up, I didn't want to get up. I didn't want to be doing shit. I was done, right? But I had to talk myself into like, yo, at least go get a little something, bite to eat. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get up, you're going to wash your face, you're going to brush your teeth, like the whole nine pep talk, John, right? I get downstairs, I decide, do something quick and easy, because this slaving over the stove shit ain't going to get it this morning. I pick a bagel and hot tea. I drink hot tea every morning, so that's a given, right? I'm just going to make a simple bagel with cream cheese. That's it. That's enough. That's going to be sufficient. It's going to hold me over, right? I pull the bagel out the fucking bag, yo. The shit don't have no hole in it. When I tell you I had an emotional fucking breakdown right at my toaster oven, yo. Real tears, my guy. Onion cutting tears. Onion cutting fucking tears, yo. Life felt like what the life felt like. What are we really doing here? Like, why does Bakudo have no fucking hole in there? <laughs> I was like, yo, mind blown. You have officially lost your. <laughs> yeah. What was what was the thought later? Like the next day, he was like, damn, I was really down there crying in front of the toaster. No, no, this the peak. This the peak, though, right? So. You know, I'm I'm talking about this now. I mean, I'm not easily embarrassed either, right? So, like, that's cool, whatever. However, I had a conversation with a friend about this shit because I'm laughing at it. I think it's fucking hilarious. It wasn't funny in the moment, funny after, right? And the person says to me, yo, I get it, though. With all, <laughs> with all the shit that's going on, right? The fucking last straw. Yes, yeah, was a goddamn no old baby. Yes, how dare you disrespect me like this? Hey yo! <laughs> they say that the creator don't put more on you <laughs> than what you can handle. I'm sorry. I don't wanna be a blaspheme, right? Lies. No, I'm about to say. Lies. Lies. Cause in that particular moment, that motherfucking bagel was too heavy. I'm sorry. That shit, yo, that shit was too much of a test for me to bear in that particular moment. I'm sorry. I was ready to throw that motherfucking toaster oven out the window. I was ready to like stomp on this motherfucking bagel. Like I was, I couldn't take it. I legit couldn't take it. Like I literally, you would have thought I was cutting up some good ass onions, like (laughs) balling, balling, balling. Having to remind myself like a lot lately. This is new shit. 
Facts. None of us have ever done this before. Right. This is new. And I think we're expecting to be able to operate under normal circumstances in abnormal times. Like, this is an abnormal time, and we're still expecting ourselves to behave like it's business as usual. Right. And so I'm having to remind myself a lot, like, even when people do, like, fucked up out-of-the-way shit or shit that I, like, even then I'm like, yo, space and grace. This is new. Yo, that's been so difficult for me, though, because I know that to be the case as well, right? I know that to be the case, and I know that this particular time is kind of, you know, bringing up some other things for people and bringing out some other things in people, and I don't want to hold those things against people, right? Because it's making me think, you and I had talked about this meme you saw that was talking about checking on your friends. And if I recall it correctly and correct me, correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, but it says something I'm paraphrasing like this time right now kind of show you who's who in your circle, because if they not. Yeah, remember it, because if they not checking on you now, it's almost implying they don't give a fuck about you. Hey, yo. You raggedy bitch. (laughs) Period. I'm trying to survive over here. Yeah. I'm not thinking about you today. No, that I love you. I'm not thinking about you today. Look. I am trying to keep my own head up. That's not the word, ma'am. Period. 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 You like that the people who know me enough know that I love them, and it is not like, oh, I don't give a fuck about them. But literally, sometimes you have to prioritize yourself. Yeah. This is one of those times that I don't. I don't. No shade to nobody else who's finding ways, however difficult they may be to prioritize themselves and their needs. Right. Dildos. But no, but no, on some real shit though, in the vein of that sentiment, each day carries its own set of challenges for me. I never know how I'm going to wake up each day, right? I never know how I'm going to respond to some shit, right? And I have to keep reminding myself of everything that we're talking about right now. But yo, on them days where it starts out bomb as fuck, and I'm only reminded of this particular sentiment because of what you just said. I know we say we don't say names of people, so I'm not going to call them by their governments, right? However, there are two people specifically that, so like online shit, has kept my fucking head above water. And so when you said, I'm just trying to survive, I got to shout out Sergeant Lincoln Osiris <laughs> and hashtag homegirl. Period. Because if it were not for them a lot of the time, starting my day off, I, look, any fucking thing could happen. A dildo could turn into a fucking weapon if you know what you're doing. Hmm. I'm just saying. So those two specifically, shout out to y'all. We love y'all. We love your support. We love your feedback. We love the, everything. We appreciate everything that you do to help us personally and to uplift the show. But that, if you don't know that movie reference, because you know we good for movie references. Yes. Survive and Sergeant Lincoln Osiris. I swear I will unfriend you right the fuck now if you don't know what the fuck that reference is from. Anyway, I'm going to move on. But no, right. The idea of, of um, thinking and operating and believing that I'm supposed to behave in the same way I would under different circumstances, it is kind of silly. There are so many people I think about regularly, and on a particular day, I don't even feel like talking, let alone being able to put out the energy to like check on you. And when I check on my people, right, I check on them with a, a genuine authenticity. Like I really want to know how you're doing, right? How you are surviving, right? And if in that particular moment, I ain't got the energy for myself, how am I then supposed to put it out for you to be able to receive whatever it is that you have to give me? Like on some real shit, how? I ain't got it for myself. My cup is not full in that particular moment for me to be able to receive whatever it is that you tell me. And I don't want no bullshit. I don't want to hit you and say how you maintain it and you say I'm good and I know you're not. I want to actually be able to be available for whatever it is that you say. So, you know what I mean? Like you said, 
people that know me, if you ain't heard from me, you would have to know, right, that this is happening around us, right? And I would hope that you would also send out, you know, fillers for me too from out your mind, you know what I mean? If you could, if you could muster up the energy and like, I'll get that as I need to, you know, get it. But the idea that like, if you ain't checking on me, you ain't checking for me is, is insensitive and crazy as hell of like a thought pattern. There's been a bunch of stuff on social media like that though, that has didn't have to be um, later like edited. Like somebody will come behind and be like, that's trash. (laughs) Um, Let me modify this point because you got people out here thinking that this is, this is it. It ain't. You know, Medjo and be like lies. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what I mean. So I love when people take the time to do that because it's plenty of times we think and feel it, but we don't usually like once again have the energy or even the thought to address it in that moment because it does help other people. I'm one of them kind of people that will match energy. So usually under normal circumstances, I'll be like, "Oh, I fuck with that. If motherfuckers ain't checking for you, don't check for their ass." This is something a little different. This is something a lot different. So, even knowing that how I would normally operate, I recognize we're not we're not living in normal circumstances right now. Right, and like I said, just because I'm not checking on you, don't mean I'm not checking for you. So, you know what I mean. I think that people should keep that in mind across the board. Be a little more forgiving, a little kinder to yourself and to other people. You know what I mean? Because like, God damn, like all we got right now is each other for, for even from afar, all we got yeah. right now are each other. Like, could you imagine if we were living through this experience, but like 20 years ago, Whew. like, yo, the young boy in me would be doing everything off the rails, <laughs> like everything off the rails. Like it just, it's no way that I would be able to have the wherewithal and the maturity and the, you know, ability to kind of settle myself and like connect when I need to and all that stuff. Like, yo, I would be, lo- you talking about losing it now? It's no way I would want to be like us then now. Cause I'm not, I wouldn't, I won't compare it to like kids now. Cause kids now, the resiliency they have with technology and all of that other stuff is just different. We ain't have access to that. We were outside. <laughs> So, you know, somebody saying you can't go out, you know, would have definitely shook up, you know, everything that we we valued, everything that we held, you know, to us. So, like, even that, shout out to these kids, man. <laughs> shout out to these parents. Shout out to, like, everybody that's just making it every day because there are people that aren't. You know what I mean? Like, we've heard of a couple cases of suicides because people can't manage the unknown. They can't manage the fear. You know what I mean? Listening to what the, the little short boy, you know, orange boy is saying and ain't none of it making sense. And it's overwhelming. And because we don't know when it will end, you have no nothing to kind of look forward to, I feel like, for those people. And so when you lose hope, you know what I mean? Like fucked up shit can happen if you have no weight, if you have no bounce back from it. You know what I mean? So, you know, shout out to people's resiliency on some real shit. You know, but like I was saying, we've, you know, we've seen all types of social media shit and um, we've been, you know, pretty innovative ourselves with staying connected with different social media shit. You know, I mean, whether it's the the virtual games, um, the movie nights we've had, like that Netflix shit was dope. Um, the, the Zoom, you know, get togethers, they're super dope. Little happy hours and shit, just being able to put, you know, some voices with some faces and you know what I mean? That that shit has been like really innovative and fun and I appreciate all that shit. Um, but just like there are a lot of positive shit on social media, there's a lot of fuck shit. <laughs> and since we're, you know, connected to our phones and computers and tablets and laptops more, right? Whether you're working from home or you're just using it as a distraction or it's the way you, like I said, connect. We're, we're, you know, getting access to more stuff, too. And so one of the videos that I saw, and I believe you saw it as well, was um, a video of what appears to be a couple or at least two people who are 
um, romantically linked some kind of way. <clears throat> in a car driving, the girl's on like live, I assume, <clears throat> or at least she's video recording their conversation. And in the conversation, she says um, something like she can't wait to be able to have her surgery. And the man in the car is saying, like, what you talking about? Like, what surgery? And so she proceeds to at least allude to the fact that she's she's trans, that she's a trans woman. <clears throat> and he snaps. He jumps out the car. You know, he's like cussing and fussing and all that stuff. And I, I, like, <clears throat> in terms of the video, right, in his defense, if this is in, that, in, in actuality a true story, um, he didn't go as far as I assumed that he would go. Um, at least as far as some other things that I've had right. access to or have been privy to or have seen. But he was he was visibly very upset. And so once again, the things that you assume in the video based off of how it was presented is that he didn't know this information ahead of time. And she kind of just sprung it up on him. Oh, and the other word I guess is even more important to note is that he kept saying, let me see, let me see. And so she undoes her pants and is blurred is blurred out, but you, you you think you see a penis. And so like that's that's kind of what sets him off. And like I say, he jumps out the car and all that stuff. Um and I don't even remember what the point behind the video was or like wh- why we were watching this thing. Um, not just you and I, but like why people needed to see this thing. I feel like it might have been a world star video or went viral or something like that but it brings up the same type of (sighs) commentary and the same narrative about the lgbtqia community but specifically the trans community and you know it was just one of them things that kind of like like i said you know it's going it's going to go off the deep end not even the video but the comments surrounding the video are then going to go off the deep end. I don't know. I feel like it's just this idea, like, you'd be so ready to just smash. Yeah. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying inherently that there's something wrong with that, right? But if that's the goal, right, if that's the end game, I want to fuck, then that leaves out this whole area where you can kind of, like, you know, get to know this other person. And that seems to be so secondary, so... You know, not even secondary, that seems to be last. And I imagine that, you know, if that were the case, you know, you are entertaining, you know, a relationship with somebody who's transgender, who has not disclosed to you. <clears throat> if your first goal is, I want to fuck, then you're leaving out asking really important leading questions that could kind of get you the information that you might want to know. No, I feel you, you know right? I feel you. However, I'm going to have to walk that back a little bit and I'm going to have to say that I don't think that um, they even peep how fucking like dogmatic the shit really gets. Because my thing is this, if your objective is a nut and that's it, what the fuck difference do it make, bro? Don't nobody fucking know what you doing. But see, that's not what it is. You want to not only fuck, but you want to turn around and then, you know what I mean, be able to boast and brag and talk mm-hmm. shit and, and add the notch to your belt and, you know what I mean, call the girl out and, you know what I mean, tell all her fucking business, tell all your business, you know what I mean, do all this other, you know, immature little boy ass shit that we familiar with from high school, you know what I mean, instead of just being a man about your shit. If you want to fuck, you want to fuck. Say that. You know what I'm saying? And nine times out of ten, you probably going to get the information you're looking for because the person is going to be like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually looking for something else and let me give you X, Y, Z information so that you can make an informed fucking decision. You know what I mean? But that don't usually be how it is. You're wanna be, you want to be, you know what I mean, coercive. You want to be deceptive. You want to be misleading. You want to do all this shit to try to like, you know what I mean, give off airs and pretenses and shit, try to make it seem like it's something that it's not. And so when you get the information back, Whenever the fuck the person yeah. felt like they were comfortable with delivering such information, now you feel a way because your objective was fucked up. Your intent was mm. fucked up. You know what I mean? Now you, you got a little monkey wrench in your plan and shit, and now you have to make a decision. Do you still continue with your mission and run the risk of, like I said before, your boys, your mom, your dad, whoever the yeah. fuck you worried about, you know what I mean? 
you know, in your business other than you, you know what I mean? Now you got to worry about all these other like eyes and shit and what you're doing versus just living your fucking life. Like that's the part that confuses me so much. These motherfuckers wouldn't be so angry and so resentful and so fucking violent about some shit if they didn't have fucked up intentions. You know what I'm saying? Your shit is you, you, you wrong from rip for how you feel about this shit. And it's so funny to me how people always, like you said before, the fucking oppression Olympics and shit. It's so funny to me how when you don't have to deal with certain things, it's so easy for you to be dismissive of them. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? When you're a man, you ain't got to worry about, you know what I mean, women, women's issues. You know what I'm saying? When you're heterosexual, you ain't got to worry about LGBTQIA issues. You know what I mean? When you this, you ain't got to worry about that. When you, Not one fucking time has anybody learned empathy understanding, compassion, you know what I mean? None of that shit fucking comes into play when it's some shit that you don't have to readily, you know what I mean, manage. And I think that that's really fucked up. And it, it, it's one of them things where I'm like, yo, please don't make me look at y'all no type of fucking crazy way. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it starts to become like a value thing. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, well, damn, if these is like, like, tell us how you really feel type shit. Because you can't look at me and say, I feel this way about this small select group of people. No, it's going to be other situations with other people that you didn't turn around and feel the same way about, you know what I mean? But for different reasons, it's like what I told you before, the other group that I'm in and the boy like was talking about, you know, women who cheat or whatever. And he's like, well, if she's, you know, if she cheats or whatever, and it was like in a, like a, 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 a marital arrangement. You know, if she cheats or whatever, she disrespects her vows, then, you know what I mean, she deserves to die. Because in a lot of cultures, you know, a lot of, you know, situations, that's what ends up happening. And I'm like, God damn, like, the yeah. bitch deserves to die because she stepped out on an agreement with her fucking body, my guy. That's what happened. She gave her time, attention, and body to someone else via her choice. She broke an agreement with you and therefore her life should be terminated. Get the fuck out of here. You can't tell me that's not the most archaic thing you ever heard in your entire life, but we still hearing that shit in this wretched ass year, 2020. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I can't. I can't. I can't accept it. It's unacceptable as far as I'm concerned. It's unacceptable. And, and you know what I mean? That was one of my biggest gripes, you know, before when I was so upset. And I was telling you about this whole misogyny thing because of how deeply ingrained this shit is and how people think, feel, and operate. And they don't even peep. As soon as you call to question them on some shit, now they want to argue you down about how that's not the case. And it'd be the same motherfuckers that want you to then turn around and start defining terms for them and shit. I had to tell somebody what mansplaining was by then arguing with them about fucking mansplaining. I was like, wow, what? Like, where they do this at? Like, where do they do? It's so fucking ingrained that, like, we, you know, even women, I said this to you before, even fucking women don't peep how much we carry the messages ourselves to, like, amongst each other. Like, I, I, I can't. I don't know. I think that anytime we talk about um, any, you know, issue related to the LGBTQ community, I think it just resonates with me on a completely other level because I think that, um, especially especially as it relates to men and how they view maleness and masculinity, I always say that we live in a society that prioritizes maleness and masculinity. And so, even in these conversations, when it's always kind of representative to me in some way that the LGBTQ are the quote unquote acceptable victims. Like, so heterosexual men have all these, you know, violent, nefarious, like, you know, thoughts as it pertains to um, LGBTQ folks, but that easily transitions to how they feel about women and femininity. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If you think about it, right? If you really want to get technical, the people that they hate the most in that community are people who they believe demonstrate the most 
female-like characteristics. Mm-hmm. They've already decided that men who identify as gay or bisexual, especially those who are quote unquote more flamboyant, right? Are the one like they're the trash of the trash as far as as far as heterosexual men are concerned. And it's literally because, like, I, I would love to hear them argue against it. It's literally because they are the men that they deem the most feminine. So it's like, I hate you because you are like this other thing that I undercover hate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, yo. Yeah. Hey, yo. Like, what the, yo, where they, I can't even say where they do this at because everywhere, <laughs> where, where they do that at, everywhere. Yeah. Like, that shit got me so riled up. Like, it got me so riled up because I'm like, yo, this, this, like, when will this shit ever be done? Like, I feel like we can't move if we can't confront it. And we can't confront it if on the other side of that confrontation is not anybody that's willing to resolve. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you could only be met with so much, like, brick wall and shit. And it's like, ain't nobody listening. They definitely ain't listening. And then the ones that should be listening, the ones that should be on our side, the ones that are impacted by it still are like, they bickering amongst themselves about, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the hierarchy of this shit, the hierarchy of hate, so to speak. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I'm so taken aback. Like, I'm so taken aback. It's, 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 it's one of them times where I can't lie and say that, you know, optimism is winning for me in that regard, because it's not. It's not. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not one of them people who, you know, if, if, if we not all going, you know, if we're talking about the advancement of black people, then that should encompass all black people. Mm-hmm. Um, and not just a certain prescribed set of black people. I think we forget a lot in this conversation about, you know, equality and advancement for black folks, that there are gay black folks, there are trans black folks, you know. And so if we're not talking about um, advocating for equality for all of them or all of us, um, then I'm, I'm not necessarily with it. And... You know, it's it's sketchy. It's sketchy to me, so I agree. You know, it is sketchy. Yeah. So, like one one of my one of my peeves is when people take, um, you know, real simple things and make them a little bit more extravagant and expensive than they have to be. Um, it's also a peeve, peeve of mine when, when folks do it in reverse, and I think that sexuality is one of them things that is so um, intrinsically simple. Do what turns you on, right? right? Do, you know, find a partner who's consenting to do these things for you that you enjoy and that they enjoy doing. Right. Like, that sounds so fucking simple. It does. And we just continually complicate it. We complicate it, you know, with ideas about gender, with ideas about sex. And like, we complicate it unnecessarily. Um, and it hurts us. Ultimately, because then we miss out on experiences and pleasures that we could have, but are so scared to because of whatever the social norms of the time dictate. Right. right. And but I that's have the a thing. I'm just... grasping how people continue to make this simple thing. But see, that's the thing, and I'm sorry to interrupt. It's it's not though, right? And the reason why it isn't is for the reasons that we were just discussing. It's the values that we place on things and people, right? That cause it to be more complicated. Peripheral things, but at the heart of it, though, it's very simple. Oh yeah, the heart of it is very simple. Do what you find pleasure in. Absolutely. That's the part that I'm talking about. We complicate it with all those other isms and schisms. We complicate it with that. But ultimately, that thing, the, the idea of sex and pleasure is very simple. Facts. Facts. And so that's, what I, that's the part that I'm talking about. All, this, all the other things do complicate it, but like at the heart of it, it's simple. Right. But the reason why I'm, <laughs> period. But the reason why I'm saying that 
you know, because I agree with you. The reasons why I'm saying that for me, it becomes more um, convoluted is because I don't know how you could separate the two at this point. Right. So I think that I agree with you in terms of, you know, do what makes you feel good. You have a consenting partner or partners and y'all rock out. Right. Whatever the fuck that is. That's when y'all. I mean, I'm rooting for y'all and shit. Right. That is a primal thing. However, over time, this shit has gotten mad looped into viewpoints and ideology. And that is the thing then that kind of turns the corner of being able to go back to this idea of me with you, you with you, you with her, you with him. Like it, 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 it kind of totally removes us from that ability because people don't know how to separate. People don't know how to separate. And, and even if we take it back to the video that we were discussing and, you know what I mean, the gentleman who supposedly f- just found out that his um, partner was transgender, even if we go back to that conversation, right, it would be all the things that he decided in his head about this person as a result of learning this information, almost as if what he had started to develop emotionally for her, right? Yeah. Had just like literally went out the window when he jumped out the car. Look, he jumped out that car. That shit went with him. I liked you for a minute. You know what I mean? I liked you up until the point that you told me something I didn't want to hear. You know what I'm saying? And so I just don't think, you know, because if that weren't the case, I feel like a conversation could have been had. And yeah, you're going to get all the people that's like, well, she should have said, and this should have happened, and da 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 da. And it's like, who the fuck are you to determine when it's good for somebody to say yeah. one of probably the most difficult things difficult they'll thing, ever yeah. have to say in their entire lives? I don't know what I have in my life right uh, now that would be so hard for me to say to somebody in any type of comparison to that at all. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like... You know, I firmly believe that you don't owe anybody disclosure. I don't want to say about anything because there might be some things. But about this... You don't owe anybody, you know what I mean, disclosure. It's not something you owe to somebody that you got to walk up and say, hey, my name is so-and-so, I'm trans. Right, facts. You don't owe that to no fucking body. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I agree with you. I would actually go and say, I don't think you owe any, because you know how I am about words. You don't owe anybody anything. Now, there are some things that are more um, probably appropriate, quote-unquote, to disclose. Um, there are some things that might even be uh, healthier to disclose, there might be some things that, you know, could potentially, you know, rock your relationship or improve your relationship or have mm-hmm. a negative impact. Whatever you want to say, there are some things that might sway your decision to say something or not say something about a particular thing. But do you owe? You don't owe anybody shit in terms of yourself. I don't have to give you anything of me. You know what I mean? Like, because that's that entitlement shit that I hate. You know what I'm saying? But do I think that people should go to people and say, hey, this is my you know, status on this. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in a certain type of relationship and it's progressed to a certain point, absolutely. I think that that's an acceptable conversation to have. And I think that your partner, you know, in receiving it, you would hope that they would appreciate the fact that you, you know, told them this thing, but something like that. Nah, my guy, cause see, even the, even the assumption, right. That a lot of people have, um, a lot of hetero people have in terms of the trans community is that, and, and, all the actually not just trans but like you know anybody really um is that i engage in any type of relation with you that means that sex is on the table because really why would you need to know what's in my pants if i ain't fucking you like why would you need to know that and so the 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 point right that everybody is, is getting hung up on is that Sex is not inherently on the fucking table for any relationship. And I feel like I would I would assume that for me, I would at least like to believe that, you know, people are making those decisions based on how they feel about, pro- you know, progressing the relationship. Not like, you know, what I, mean? I meet this person. I think they're attractive. We're, you know, we have a quote unquote, whatever chemistry going on where we've been talking. And now, bam, let me tell you this thing. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, no. How about that? Yeah, no. How about no? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, uh, I just, I don't I know. Can't. I'm always going to be in favor for anybody. I'm always be in favor of a person prioritizing their safety over the comfort of other people. Thanks. And if, um, you know, disclosure 
might jeopardize your safety. Don't say shit. I feel you. Shit, I might have to leave a four-page letter a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Literally, by some of, the things, some of the things we've heard as of late, safety is an issue. Well, this is the thing. Some of the things that we've heard as of late, you would think that you know people, and clearly you don't. So if I'm meeting somebody off rip some Joe Blow motherfucker, I definitely mm-hmm. might think two, three, ten times you know, about mm-hmm. when and how I might say some shit if I'm questioning how people I think I know might respond to some information. You know what I'm saying? So, like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. No, go ahead. A few months ago, I I, I don't remember what the day is specifically, but it's like um, Trans Awareness Day. It was it was their month. This was like a few months ago. I want to say like maybe January, February. And one of the things that I learned. Um, you know, through some people I'm connected with on social media, is that 35 is the average lifespan of a trans person. Wow. 35. And they aren't dying because of, natural you know, health-related issues or natural causes. <laughs> they are dying because people are killing them. Yes. 35. Yes. And I'm sitting here thinking about this and so, like, people always say, you know, words don't hurt, right? Right. And, of course, we're older now. We're, you know, we're a lot more mature. We know that to be bullshit. Mm-hmm. But at the average lifespan of a trans person is 35 years old. And then we hear all of this, you know, violent shit related to trans and gay people. Right. And yet, somehow, we're astonished that the average lifespan of a trans person is 35. Myself included. Myself included. I I was astonished, too. Well, we're also astonished at um, the fact that, you know, people can't be born feeling this way. (laughs) People, people, People want to do this. They want to experience this. They want to, you know, be questioning their safety. They want to, you know, question their life expectancy. They want to have to go through this because this is the thing to fucking do. Like now that's a now that's a thing. You know what I mean? It's a it's a it's a trend, it's a fad. Like get the are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like think about what you say before you say it. Like some shit don't make no sense. Now will I say, once again, miss caught up on all the words, would I say that it's a choice? Absolutely, because it's a choice to progress with what you feel like you you know need to do inside, right? Just like when I decided. I want to identify as heterosexual. It's my choice to have sex with men, right? I could choose to not have sex with anybody. I could choose whatever I want, right? But to say that they don't feel the way they feel from where, whenever the fuck they told you they felt that way is, is, it's just, I don't even have a word for it. I really don't. It's, it's, it's beyond dismissive. Right. It's beyond, you know, making someone small. It's, it's beyond like trying to erase them, you know, what I mean, as and their humanity. Yo, so speaking of manipulative bullshit, right, I need an update on the Walmart bull. Right. So I know this our shit and I understand everybody that's listening don't know what the hell I'm talking about right now. So, give a little background on the Walmart situation, and then I need an update. <laughs> Facts. I, so, I moved about four years ago. The day I was moving in, I met this guy. Tall, chocolate, bald head, beautiful white smile. Mm. From Trinidad, accent heavier than a motherfucker. I was loving it. Ow. So we exchanged numbers. He lives down the street from me. Mm. We exchanged numbers. We're having a, you know, having conversations regularly. We talk on the phone. We went out. Um, seemed like an all-around cool dude. Nothing like not in the streets about his business. I mean, I liked him. He was a cool dude. I don't attach. Like, I, I don't get attached to too many people. So, True. 
um, it's not like we were talking every day or hanging out every day, but in a week I would talk to him at least two or three times. He would come by, he'd be, bring up, especially in the summer times, he would come by, bring up out on wine, we sit on my back porch for a few hours, laugh, joke, and talk. This went on for four years. Damn. A new place for four years. I don't think I realized it was that fucking <laughs> Every fucking time you say that, you like, yeah, all right. <laughs> so maybe about two years into our friendship, we're sitting out in um, the driveway in the back of my house. We had a few drinks. We're sitting out there. Conversation started getting a little intense. Hey. Um, and that intense conversation lead led me I won't go into the specifics but I seen the pen <laughs> wait 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 so this is like two years ago that I saw it okay it's like uh we should probably just be friends damn wah, 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 wah. and it's the thing no shake the book I'm I'm not saying that it was small. I'm just saying that I'm used to bigger. That was that was a classy way of cleaning that up. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> so, in my mind, I made the resolve that we should just be friends. We should just laugh, have jokes, hang out, go grab food. And for the next two years, that's what we did. Yeah, Kiki, do you love me? The, <laughs> the fuck? Kiki, do you love so, me? I ordered maybe about three weeks ago I ordered a new bed for my youngest daughter I had to go pick it up he's the only person I know with a truck right so I called him and I was like hey I gotta pick up this thing I need your truck and he was like oh okay cool no problem just let me know when you wanna go pick it up and I was like alright can we go you know tomorrow you're available tomorrow he said sure no problem the next day, he comes. We spend a few hours together. It was a mishap at the store, and they only had one part of the bed. I ordered two pieces. They only had one part. And this so, is why I call him Walmart Bull, by the way. <laughs> yes, yes. They only had one of the two pieces. So we get it. We go back home. He brings it in. Um, and he was like, when the other piece comes in, just call me, and I'll take you to go get that piece, too. Perfect. So then he says, now mind you, we've already we had already been on quarantine like three or four weeks. Lord. So so your girl was hurting. <laughs> Both of us. Facts. So as he's getting ready to leave, he says, What do you think about linking up tonight? Mm. And I was like, You mean come through sit in the back in the drive through like we always do? <laughs> Come on and go with me. Yes. <laughs> Come, Come on, on over to my place. place. Because the popo might be out and we ain't the fuck supposed to be leaving our house during this goddamn lockdown. So, I said, I'll call you, you know, I'll call you and let you know how, how, how I'm feeling about it. He leaves. I do all the other shit around the house that I'm supposed to do. Sat down and I was like, damn, this bitch was pussy. And I was just like, mm. uh, <sighs> Hmm, do I, don't I, should I, should I? <laughs> After a while, I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. 
Wait, you ever see the fucking gifts, right? On Facebook specifically, I always catch it on Facebook, and it'll be like a person standing there, and it'll be like the words pop up, like, you know, do I like this type of thing? Then the other things pop up, do I like this type of thing? And they always give you the look like, of course I'm gonna go with the right, the most reasonable thing, and then next thing you know, you see they ass creeping us. Yes. <laughs> creeping towards the other shit. That was your ass. On the phone. Matter of fact, bitch, I called you. Yes, you did. I called you. Yes, you did. And I was like, uh, I was being a bit stereotypical because one of my concerns is, or at least that I've heard, that Caribbean men are something else. Like they a whole different I've heard that breed of dudes. And for a long time that was my concern. Yeah. And I'm like, it's been four years, he's never been inappropriate with me, never nothing that would give me really cause for concern mm-hmm. you done ate the man cooking you ain't no more you ain't no more no more or less attracted to him you ain't stalking him nothing shit like that so he he probably didn't put anything on you so I was like you know what maybe I was just overreacting maybe he a grower not a shower <laughs> maybe this might be quarantine day hey so I said fuck it I sent him a text. I hit him up, and I'm like, hey, I'm with it. It's me, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, link up at 10. And he was like, sure. I'll be out swing through to get you. Mind you, I only live up the street. Facts. How valiant <laughs> of you. <laughs> I only live up the street. <laughs> he wanted to make sure your ass was really going to come. <laughs> yes. Now, though, I'm on screen. Yes. So, 10 o'clock come. I get in the shower. I shave the shit down. Give her a nice little fade. Nice. Oh, shit. Y'all put three strikes on the side, too. You Adidas just shit. All day I dream about sex fast. Yes. Yo. So... He comes through. I noticed that already that he had a few beers, which mm. I didn't think was I didn't think was a big deal. Right. So we get to the house. He was like, "Hey, you hungry? I got some curry goat in the refrigerator. You want me to warm it up?" Hey. <laughs> of course I do, bitch. Yes. <laughs> So we sit down, we eating. Finally, the food is over, and I'm like, in my mind, getting ready for the takedown. Dessert. Yes. I knew when I got upstairs, and this nigga had dead tall blast, and I was like, uh. And I want again. And I want again. Maybe this was a bad idea. So I changed the music. Shit start going, you know, pretty good after that. I'm like, all right, I might be able to rock with this. So, girl, we get into it. Girl, we start getting into it. And I felt like this nigga was like back at, back in fucking fifth grade getting his first kiss in the go club. <sighs> He like rushed my face, <laughs> hung in my mouth. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you see my face, so I put my hands on his chest. I was like, "No, relax, relax, relax." Not so relax. And you know me, I ain't really one for music, but that he already had the music on. I ain't like the music, so I just changed the. I just changed the uh, tunes up a little bit. Right. But I felt that he got the message, slowed down a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay. I got a nice little body massage. Oh, you did? So I was like, yeah. Hey. Yeah. I'm sitting here. It's just water works out this bitch. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. This thing that gets undressed. And starts acting like he going head first. No, baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
no, no, no, no, no, no. He, tra- he tried to trace songs diving. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I was like, wait a minute. I got I got some prophylactics. Facts. In my, in my in my in my bag. So he was like, Oh, oh wait, I mean, I'm clean. Bitch at our big age. Clean? I'm clean. <laughs> clean. Lord. 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 I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So I was like, nah, we can't do that. We can't do that. You might be clean. But you don't know if I am. Facts. And I don't know if you are. This motherfucker said, I'm willing to risk it. I'm willing to risk it all. Don't nobody want to die from Rona. Don't nobody want they shit to say, here lies Miss Rona. But this motherfucker is quick, fast, and a hurry to die from some other letters. Sir! Tell me about it. So then this nigga gave him the candle. He puts it on. Now, bitch, I'm suspect. So I gotta look to make sure you won. Oh! Put it on right. So I'm sitting here looking, and that should just fuck up the whole mood where I got to supervise you. Look, y'all need the clapper. (laughs) Okay. Lights on, please. He puts it on and then he says, I mean, I just don't like condoms because I don't stay hard enough. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. So he comes over to me, big in hand, looking at me like, just suck on it a little bit. If you don't stop. Ah. I made you put the condom on it because I'm worried about the fucking, I'm worried about diseases. Oh no, baby, what is you doing? <sighs> I'm like, yo, somebody ain't make you do high school sex yet. No, somebody, somebody wasn't having high school sex. The fuck? That's, honestly, he was having high school sex. <laughs> <laughs> Sex. You're like you and your childish ass sex. <laughs> you and your child childish ass sex, yo. So then I was just like, fuck it. I'ma just play with my shit. Fuck it. You can beat your shit to that, I'ma beat my shit to me. Period. So he he over there stroking his shit. I'm hooking myself up. This nigga comes over to me. And jams his motherfucking fingers in my vagina. <gasps> Bitch, I hopped up. It's time to go. It is time to go. Savage. It is time to go. I'm out of here. So he was like, well, wait. Wait. No, sir. I don't know who the fuck you've been having sex with. Who found this enjoyable? No one, clearly. It's not me. It's not me. Mind you, Dick still ain't got heart again yet. Oh, poor little Tink Tink. Still do. So I started putting my clothes on. He says, I don't know what's going on. Any other time, this is my time of night. This is the time I shine. <laughs> what? All right, twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> you doing a lot of shit tonight, sir. Shining ain't one of them. So then, as I'm putting my clothes on, this nigga story changed up real quick. He wanna tell me. Remember before how you said you had been with women? So I was like, yeah. Ooh. This nigga was say, I, I think that's what the problem is. Ooh. I think I think that you just used to you just want to be with women. Something along those lines. You wanna be with women and you just embarrassed to say it. Ooh. Which let me stop you. Um, no. You wanna be with women. <laughs> At least that's what you told yourself. And you should be embarrassed. What the fuck is you And you know what? That's just some typical nigga deflection shit. Thanks. I can't look at myself and say, I am giving this girl horrible dick. <laughs> I have to do better. No, it's always, no, it's you. It's, not, it's, it's you. No, bitch. You are horrible at this. Trash. You never do it again. One out of ten stars. Do not recommend. Trash. It was a fucking mess. So then, I'm, as I'm getting ready to get dressed, he was like, 
Yeah, I just want to bend you over. I just want to do so much stuff to you. I just can't get it in right. You don't have no more. Look, you don't have no more condoms. Man, that's a shame. Oh, yes, I do. Come on. Because now I got to call you a bluff. <laughs> now I got to call you a bluff. I got a whole bag full of these bitches, sir. I bought a whole bag. Did you dump truck him on his fucking bed? <laughs> <laughs> I, plug, I was like, oh, oh, I do have one. I do have one. He was like, oh, you do? Yeah. You thought I was going, who comes with one condom? The motherfucker that's hoping <laughs> that this shit breaks a little and to use it. So I give him the I give him the condom. It sticks to Lincoln. Girl. Sir, it's time to go. It's can can go you drive me back down the street, please? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, don't drive me. You sit here and think about what you've done to my night. <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> I like to speak with your manager. <laughs> and the whole time this nigga's talking about I I told you it's the condoms. It's the condoms. What? Um It's the what? Sir, where the fuck are your condoms? That's first of all. Cause you would have what works for you. Where are your condoms, sir? Long story short, mm-hmm. now I don't have the truck to go get the second piece of bed. <laughs> okay? Because he couldn't put it down in the bed, now you have an incomplete yes. bed. Mm-mm. I don't even know this man. Sorry to that man. <laughs> I wouldn't know him if I walked, if I passed him on the street. I blame so, you, ma'am. I blame you. Fuck Fuck missing out on all the red flags. You missed out on the red, the black, and the white in this motherfucking Trinity flag, sis. I blame you. <laughs> this shit is this shit is ridiculous. I refuse to do a lemonade letter tonight. <laughs> you risked five letters. For the motherfucker that was trying to get four of them bitches? I'm good. Niggas is weird. Like, sir. I risked the COVID for this bullshit. I, I, I love you too much to unfriend you, so I won't unfriend you. But him, we unfriend him. <laughs> We don't like you anymore. You're weird. And that, my friends, is how I risk COVID to get wet sex. <laughs> how about this? How about if you guys have any advice <laughs> to give to Simone? I'd love to hear it. Hit up our email or the smoke podcast at gmail.com and tell us what you think. Please, sirs, no dick pics. Thank you. Also, this is the lesson of what happens when you don't follow your first mind. Facts. Trust your gut, ladies. <laughs> Trust your gut, because he'll never get there. Yep. <laughs> Trust your gut. Eat your probiotics and trust your gut. Facts. And just yep. so I can loop this thing back right around for you. Fuck that warehouse worker who is talking that shit about dildos not being essential. This is the fucking reason why they are. I said what I said. Thank you and good night. (laughs) Seriously, though. Get you a dildo. Damn, did that rhyme a little bit? Just thinking about it. Did that rhyme a little bit? Seriously, though, no, no, get you a dildo. No. This nigga <laughs> Man, look. Anybody else having any stories like that? Any experiences like that? Hit us up. 
Like I said, autosmokepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. We trying to get on YouTube. What's up? And before we get off of here, shout out to the ABC boys, better known as the UX Word Podcast, better known as Andre No Excuses, Bassine the Dream, Cortez, or King C's. Like I call them the ABC boys. That's not for everybody. That's for me. I made that up. I'm very proud of it. But check them brothers out. They are doing their thing, doing the motherfucking quarantine, still making it happen, doing their Facebook lives. And come out and support and join us for some of these fucking virtual events, yo. Like I said, we advertise our game nights. We do Zoom happy hours. And we have been doing, what's the last thing? What I'm forgetting, what I'm forgetting, what I'm forgetting. Happy hours games and movies movies the netflix movies so look out for those activities you can still be a part and so we can still see your face during this lockdown because this shit is getting critical but as always we love you guys for listening come back join us again send us your feedback send us your comments and send us your lemonade letters we enjoy reading them and we just want to give you a little bit of what we have to offer so um Until next time, peace.